Hey, freaks, it's Phil. Just kidding. It is Serena, and it's time uh, for the pre-2020s Storm Chaser to move over or play a new game. We're excited to have Storm Chasing streamer Vince Welty in the studio tonight, and it's not a Storm Freak show without hashtag weatherfuls and some weather resources for you, all on the Stormfront Freaks Live. Going green. <gasps> Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. All right, welcome to the most entertaining weather show. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks Live, brought to you by the AMS Weather Band. Connect with weather enthusiasts all over the world, as well as over 10,000 members of the AMS. Weather Band is a great place to nurture and share your love of weather. Get full membership for just $12 per year. I spend more on that in Starbucks uh, by going to <laughs> amsweatherband.org. So... Um, we also want to thank, of course, tonight, all of our Patreons. Uh, Phil is scrolling the list down below tonight. Take a look at it. Thanks to all of our Patreon teammates. They're scrolling across the bottom of the screen. They support the show. I see Joss. I see Angela, Jenny, um, Jamie, Al. There's a ton of you guys. We seriously couldn't do this without you guys. So you can join our team as well and get access to our exclusive Facebook group, which I'm super biased to. We have over 50 of our past guests. We have a number of tiers, including some with exclusive merchandise like hats, um, water bottles, T-shirts, bags you can't get anywhere else. So you can help support our show for as little as $5 a month. Once again, cheaper than Starbucks, guys. That's nothing. It is nothing, nothing. right? (laughs) It is nothing. So come on, come join us and get more details at stormfrontfreaks.com. That list is still scrolling, guys. We've got some amazing people that support the show. So it is always happy hour, however, on our show, and it gives us a great chance to introduce our co-hosts. So we're going to do our What Are You Drinking segment tonight. So we're going to go ahead and start with Dina Knightley. She's our meteorologist and weather producer at weather.com. Dina, what are you drinking? I found a new... Uh, wine that I bought just for the name of it called Cloud Watcher. Ooh, so that's amazing. I tried it. it's, it's actually not bad. It's not bad. I, How could you not buy that? I was I'm drawn first, to the I don't name. Think we've, ever have a, we've never had a weather-themed wine on the show. It's a I know. I like it. I don't know if we have, but that's, that. that's, that's a first. Maybe yeah. this will well, be Dina's new thing. Maybe. I love it. That's amazing. All right. So we've got Brady Harris, uh, meteorologist as well. Brady Tell me it's something more than dihydrogen monoxide tonight. What oh, you got? Oh, it's something more than <laughs> di. I don't even know what you just said. That was some sort of chemistry mumbo jumbo. <laughs> you know, I've never had scotch before. I'm trying a little scotch tonight. Ooh, so this whoa. could go really well, or this could go completely off the rails. So, this is we'll awesome, see. Brady. We're we'll really see. proud of you. You're going to grow a little hair on that upper lip. We're really. This yeah, is exciting. It burns my throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've picked a good thing. Yeah. All right. And then we also have Jen Watson. She's our on-camera meteorologist at the Weather Channel. Jen, yeah. do you have hot cocoa, hot cocoa tonight? Tell me what no. you got. I got no. tequila, guys. <laughs> it's King. No. I have a real drink. I've got Patron in here. It's It's been a week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm drinking, wow. guys. Cheers to everyone. Cheers and we, to Oh, my God. You guys, yeah. and we have I so many people. It's been a week. I'm, I'm one hour into my shift. I'm like, it's been an hour. It's good. <laughs> I don't know what's and in I, the air, but I, I agree. It's been a week, man. It's been a week. Yeah, it it has. And I have to give a shout out to everyone watching right now. Like, they're awesome. They're commenting, yes. scotchy, scotch, scotch. 
I love it, you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, we got a lot of good people here tonight. Okay, so I always bring the weather beers. Scotchy, scotch, scotch, scotch. Down into my belly. Down it goes. Love a good Ron, Bar- Ron Burgundy quote, guys. This is awesome. Yeah. Um. So last week I brought, or last podcast, I brought the Thunder Funk beer. And yes. I was so sick. I never cracked it open. I didn't drink it. So I'm bringing, bringing like the Thunder Funk tonight. I swear to oh, God, good. I'm going to drink it tonight at I, some point. That, I'm going to let that go. I'm bringing the Thunder Thunk tonight bringing the I like it tonight Dina started early baby I started early I'm already getting already getting out of hand go Dina that's awesome we'll tell you what Jen why don't you go ahead and ask our guest what they're drinking and also go ahead and do their introduction I know we're super excited to talk to them tonight yeah so we are pumped I am personally pumped for you Vince Welty who's been chasing and documenting extreme weather since 2014 and in 2020 he decided to make it a lifelong mission and left his low-paying career in EMS to provide virtual storm chasing tours which have evolved into an interactive live stream hosted on YouTube on March 31st 2023 Vince got within a couple hundred yards of an EF4 tornado which I think is terrifying yeah, like oh, wow. Vince, I, I've never done that before. That's crazy. So first of all, Vince, we're we're gonna have all the questions for you tonight, but we have to know what are you drinking? Okay, are you ready for this? Really I don't know if we are, right. but I'm so, excited. So I've I already got kicked out of here once. I think Phil booted me. I'm back. I don't know, but anyway, <laughs> so we'll see if this holds out. So I don't really drink, but I have the tears of my haters in red. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> And it's actually, Ooh, I think this is, that is Taco Bell. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's uh, pink something. It was supposed to be a Diet Pepsi, but this is what they sent me. So wow. that's what we got. Uh, it's okay. Vince, so I love it. We're going to make do with it. Awesome. <laughs> Usually, Vince, Vince I have like. Too? What? Is that is snow there... in the background on the ground? Like. Yeah, that's, oh, uh, that is actual snow. That is oh, real life snow. Ludicrous. I, I, did, I did see that on Twitter that you were winter chasing, you know, like, like, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh my God, I can't think about snow right now. Like it's 80 out. Like I, there, you know, summer's never ending, but, but you're there, you're there chasing snow already. It, it's cold. It's like 18. Yeah. So That's I'm cold. jealous Whoa. of you. Whoa. I kind of am too. I like, I like the cold snow stuff. Yeah. I, I, I bring yeah. the snow down here, Vince. I think Dina, we're going to get snow in Atlanta. Just so you know, I think it's going to happen Come this on. summer. Yeah, I know. I want it. <laughs> Yes. So Vince, we, we have to ask this question because most people who are obsessed with weather, they're weather geeks, meteorologists, they have some kind of story that got them into weather. Do you have a story like that when you were a little kid or how did you get involved in everything? I don't know. You know, everybody always asks me that and I, I, I have not found an answer. I, I have a terrible memory anyway. I, I actually forgot how old I was the other day and had to do the math. So <laughs> I, I don't think it. there was really, yeah, I don't think there was a specific and you're not even event. a drinker. No, yeah, exactly. See, it's all, it's not artificial. So I may, I don't know, maybe drinking would help, but I don't think there's a specific event. It's just kind of, it's always been part of my life and something I've always wanted to do. Someday maybe something will, you know, make sense, but I don't know what happened. I guess I just, you know, woke up one day and decided this is what I needed to do. I love it. So you got, um, uh, let me ask one thing. When you said you got within a couple hundred yards of a EF four, did you mean to get within a couple hundred yards? <laughs> yes and no. So this thing was in rural Iowa, and the road was going almost due straight east west. The tornado was it looked like it was going to cross, um, you know, north south, but it, it ended up kind of 
brushing the road a little bit. So kind of a trajectory issue. But the problem, I shouldn't say problem, is partially uh, a lot temporary uh, lapse in judgment. But there was another chaser behind me. It was Brandon Kopic. He's in the famous video uh, that you'll see. Uh, he's on the radio yelling at me. He's like, Hey, there's a tornado right there. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding. There's a tornado right there. Like I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm looking over my left shoulder. There was actually a tornado, uh, a little bit farther away on the ground behind us. And he's like, stop, stop your car. And I'm like, why? And, and I look over to my right and he's like, there's a tornado right there. And I'm like, Oh yeah, there is. So there's yeah. actually a larger tornado that was about to tear a barn apart. That was right there. And I was focused on the other one. Wow. And yeah, but it safety was in mind obviously i wasn't going to drive into the thing but that's it wasn't intentional i was attempting to uh reposition for the what i thought was the tornado but the tornado was uh trying so was to reposition for me there was two um it Dang. it eventually i think there was a third but that supercell had two at one point i, I just Which couldn't imagine you're, you're chasing a tornado and you're like hey this is you know like, like when we were chasing guys, I mean, imagine we're, we're driving down that road and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, wait a sec, there's another one. Like, that would be insane because, you you know, you think you're safe and then you just look and you're like, wait a second, I'm not, you know, and then I don't know. That's that's uh, so how Maybe did you, how did you get away? Stop. Yeah, exactly. exactly. How did you get did you, did you just stop and, and did it pass or like how did you have to did you have to like you turn and get out of there? Well, we can get into the specifics because there's a lot of things that you shouldn't do as a storm chaser here. And we, we can talk extensively about this here in a bit. But basically, you know, it, it's not yes and no. I mean, there, there was some backing up and some choice words. Usually, uh, if you drop the F-bomb at least five times, you're okay. If it's more than that, that's like an indicator that this is probably a bad situation. So there was some backing up, window fogged up, I couldn't see. So I was kind of hoping that nobody was behind me. So I'm asking on the radio. I'm like, can you, you know, make sure there's nobody behind me. And the response <laughs> I'm getting is like, just back up. It's like, that doesn't help. But, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's in the situation. It's like, okay, well, back up is not, hey, there's a car right there. So, you know, you, you kind of just sit and watch it. But at the same time, you're trying to juggle cameras and everything. So, you know, you would think this was like a five minute long event, but it, it was there and gone in 20 seconds. Wow. It was moving 60 miles an hour. So there, there was just wow. no time to do anything other than you know point the camera and turn around and you know floor it so were you that's by yourself we were you by yourself in the car yeah like i said uh, there was another Jeez. chaser behind me we were i think at the time that was it on the road luckily i'm glad honestly that there was nobody else on the road there because that would have been a mess with that large tornado going across the road and if people you know get right on your bumper and you do need to back up and you can't now you're like trying to do this u-turn and there's a tornado and that doesn't usually end very well yeah. Good is... luck. What, what, what kind of road was it? Was it a, a dirt road or was it a paved road? It was actually a state highway that I've driven okay. on probably 50 oh, times wow. and didn't even oh, nice. notice it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, just, just from our chasing ride, I imagine like you're on a dirt road and then you're like, well, I'm not going anywhere. You know, it's, it's wet. So <laughs> yep. That would be, that'd be terrifying. That would be terrifying for sure. But uh, so when was your so first have, chase, have you... Vince? Oh, sorry. First one? I don't, yeah. I don't know when so back in 2014 that was my last year of high school so i started kind of venturing out on my own you know i was turned 18 in january and all that and i'm like okay so i'll go be an adult go do these adult things you know did some local chasing and stuff but up until 2019 i was primarily just dixie alley just just because of work the only time i could get away was you know february march april and then sometimes november so i didn't actually see a tornado in the plains 
until uh, I think it was May 17th or 19th, uh, 2019, the McCook tornado in Nebraska. I did terrible, mm-hmm. but I, I got a, a picture of it from, you know, like 20 miles away. But um, I don't even remember my first tornado just because I, I always remember being in a hurry to get, you know, from Wisconsin to Louisiana and back or something like that. But the first storm chase that I like remember in detail was that that 2019 chase, just, you know, being out in the plains, you know, where you're supposed to be when storm chasing and actually finally seeing a tornado that's, you know, not obscured by pine trees. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the biggest, um, what's your biggest difference you think with the Dixie Alley versus the plains? You know, Dixie Alley's fun because you get that adrenaline rush to a point. Fun. You know, it's, it's never, <laughs> it's it's scary. It's, it's entertaining. You know, it, it's never fun at the end of the chase because typically we get these deadly tornadoes down there and, and that that obviously ruins everything but a mm-hmm. lot of times you know there, there's like this thrill factor down there you never know what's going to come out behind the trees but of course it's it's dangerous and you have to be you know cautious of that and it, it does once you're you know the anticipation of the chase is exciting it's fun but once you get chasing it's not because you know it's it's like okay is there a tornado behind the tree or is it just rfd coming around oh no that's a tornado and i got to turn around but i can't because interstate 20 has got a you know forest for a median and and you can't turn around so it's you're trying to calculate do i floor it do i stop do i get you know what do you do whereas out in the plains you get to enjoy it and you get to show the viewers when you're live streaming you know six hours straight of just this big Mm -hmm. supercell spinning and you you don't do that in dixie alley you'd go down there for a 12-hour chase you get two minutes of something that someone wants to see but you go out to kansas or whatever and as long as there's a storm there's something i always tell my viewers you know as long as there's a dark cloud we'll do a live stream because that's all you need you can see for miles and you can screw up out there too you don't have to be that good to see something you can see tornadoes from 20 miles away so i'll I'll take planes over dixie any day it that that's you know traditional storm chasing that that stuff down in the southeast (laughs) i I do it because it's my job but it's definitely not something that i really look forward to do yeah. Is yeah. there ever, is there ever a day where you're like in the Southeast where you're just like, oh, I'm not going, you know, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not doing it. I'm making, <laughs> I'm not making the trip East. Or if it's like, Hey, there's a, there's a slight risk. There's a, you know, marginal risk. It's the only game in town. There might be some tornadoes. Like, are you, are you gunning it? I'm there for everything. Just it's, it's wow. become my job, Dedication. but before it was my job. Yeah. I would sit stuff out. I remember we had the 2020 or 21, we had those two high risk days down there and I <laughs> sat one of them out um because i was too late leaving but i also didn't feel bad about it because it's like you know you're gonna go down there it's a high risk you're, there's gonna be tornadoes flying around you know that's fine that's what you want to see as a storm chaser you know don't give you know everybody always is like oh i don't want to see tornadoes you know we don't we don't well we want to see tornadoes but not ones that hurt people and that's really right. rare down there but yeah. you know i didn't feel bad about it because it's like the, the chances that you're going to see that are almost zero the chances you're going to come across damage is pretty high but you're damage chasing down there. It's not even tornado chasing at that point. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Have yeah. you had to use your EMS background at all to help anybody? Because you're seeing all this damage. Yeah. You know, several times. And, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm trying to advocate for people to be prepared for this stuff. Because there's a lot that you can do as a, a lay person or as a non-trained individual just besides calling 911 or, or comforting somebody. But, you know, we've had several instances. Uh, rolling fork. I was in Silver City as one of the first ones there, and it was so chaotic. Mm-hmm. Fire department, just every, everybody was in Rolling Fork, so nobody was in Silver City, uh, which was the next town up from Rolling Fork that got you know smashed by this thing too. And you know, there's people everywhere and it, people just running around. I, I remember finding uh, the fire chief, and I said, "What do you need me to do?" And he looks at me, 
And I believe it was, I think it was actually the fire chief from a neighboring department that had arrived, but he literally handed me a piece of paper and he said, write down what we should do. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Oh write down what we should do? And he, wow. he goes, he goes, write down what you see back in there and tell me what we need to do. He goes, we have never seen this. I'm like, okay. Wow. So I'm trying to not step on people's toes, but you know, take that role of, uh, you know, somebody with some seniority here and you really end up working together with public safety when you have, whether it's first aid training or you're an off-duty cop or a doctor or a medic of some sort, you know, you're going to use it, whether it's chasing or driving, you know, I stop at more accidents than I do, you know, tornado damage. You know, you come across somebody that's pinned in a car and you need to sit there and comfort them or throw some cones out, make sure they don't get rear-ended by an 18-wheeler. So, it's not just, you know, the chasing where I find myself using some of this medical training. It's, it's the driving, you know, a hundred thousand miles a year. You're statistically, you're oh, going to find people that need some sort of assistance. Yeah. Vince, let's talk about like talking about accidents, unfortunately, but you've been chasing for quite a while. How has it changed from when you started chasing in 2014 to now? Cause I know there's a lot more traffic on the roads. It's a lot more dangerous, but describe that to everybody. Like just what you've seen in your life, you know, been chasing. I have noticed and every storm chaser, cause you know, the, the tier, the haters, they're out there. I'm filling this cup with their tears right now. <laughs> Somebody's going to call me out on this. So I'm going to add this disclaimer. Yeah. Every storm chaser drives distracted. I get it. Technically, mm -hmm. honestly, everybody drives distracted. You know, I turned down, nope. go and mess with my Apple CarPlay to put the gas station in. Yeah. I'm technically distracted, but there's a difference between driving distracted and you know driving reckless to a point, you know, you see these people that somebody will quick, you know, open their phone and click gas stations and navigate. I don't think those are the people that we've seen an increase. And what I've seen a lot is, you know, people with their phones like this all day going down the road, you know, I'm up here covering winter weather. This is literally what I did for like eight hours on a live stream today. I'm just complaining about people's driving because somebody's, you know, about to rear end someone because they're on their phones like this. And I've noticed that as phones and technology, whether it's tablets, CarPlay, your phone, whatever gets more popular, there's more distracted driving and a, a separate from the chasing i'm terrified of covering these winter storms and anybody that watches my live streams knows that i am so paranoid about getting rear-ended because it's happened before that i don't i don't want that i don't care if you have the best insurance or not you're still screwed when you get in an accident yeah. oh yeah you know that's without my truck i'm done and it takes you know two weeks to install all that stuff so i'm out if i get hit so i'm i'm terrified of accidents honestly i think that we have seen an increase in distracted driving overall and I think that kind of bleeds over into the chaser community where I have actually seen kind of the opposite. I've noticed more people advocating for, you know, not driving distracted, not driving 90 miles an hour down the two lane road in the middle of the night. You know, I, I think that this big chaser safety push has actually maybe reversed some of that. Whereas kind of the general public is maybe sitting there with the phones in their face still. Does yeah. that have anything to do with... Chaser... Oh, oh, go ahead, Dina. What, nope, uh, Dina, what you. do you think every chaser should have in their car as far as, um, like, bandages, peroxide, what? What should we, what should we have in our cars? A great I question. don't know if I'm the most qualified person for that. The most qualified, but I, I'll, I'll answer it anyway. But the most qualified person for that is, like, uh, Dr. Jason Persoff, the storm doctor. You know, I like Jason, big fan of him, fellow storm chaser, doctor in Colorado, He's always suggested to people, you know, one thing I've heard him preach, you know, is tourniquets. I've heard lots of people preach trauma dressings, uh, like big uh, pads that are absorbent. Uh, they make these things now. They're called Israeli bandages. It's kind of like a tourniquet with that's you think like uh, like wrap, but it's got a tourniquet. So it's a bandage. You can wrap it around somebody's leg. They got 
let's say they had something stuck in them, they've pulled it out, which they shouldn't do. You know, you need to apply pressure to that bleeding. You put that around, wrap it, you tighten it down. And it kind of makes things a little bit, not idiot proof, but it makes it quicker because even if you have the best training in the heat of the moment, half, half of that training you forget anyway. So basically a lot of folks I see out there wanting to carry all these fancy gadgets and stuff. I think it's best to carry the basics, you know, carry a box of band-aids. Like you're going to need them. I use band-aids all the time. Tape, duct tape. You can do lots with duct tape towels. You can do a ton with towels. You can make a tourniquet. Um, you can apply pressure. You can do all sorts of things, but I would just keep, you know, an assortment of bandages, um, you know, your flashlights for at night, uh, maybe a permanent marker to write, uh, write down, you know, if you apply a tourniquet, you want to write that down and say, Hey, it was applied at such and such time. And, uh, just basic things like that, you know, make sure you've got what you need to take care of yourself. If you get a minor injury, that's why I actually, I carry a tourniquet on me all the time. Um, just for a couple other reasons as well. But you know, if, if there's an accident, if I'm in an accident, uh, you know, your duct tape, like I said, duct tape, I think we've used more duct tape in the EMS field than anything, you know, <laughs> stabilizing patients, whatever, but the best tool that you have is, is what's on you. It's like, they always say the best camera you have is what's on you. So get a small bag, put some basic supplies in some bandages, some rolled gauze and stop the bleed. That's the biggest thing is it's stop the bleed. You know, we talk about the ABCs, uh, airway, breathing and circulation. You know, you come across someone, check their airway. If it's not blocked, are they breathing? Yes or no. If they're not breathing is the blood circulating. So you always want to fix, uh, you know, your airway, your breathing, and of course, then your circulation and any sort of effort's not going to do very good if somebody's bleeding out. So stuff to stop the bleed, I would say would be the number one, uh, kind of safety item you'd want to keep in some sort of medical bag. That's a great advice. Yeah, now let's talk good. about cameras and, and equipment that you have, Vince. Um, what are some of your favorite things that you use to stream? So it's a good thing Greg's not here because he'd probably call me <laughs> out for this. So this is an iPhone 14 Pro Max and almost everything that I post on the internet is from that. Uh, Ooh, yeah, you <laughs> rock, bitch, you hey, yeah. Look, I think Greg and I approve. Okay? I'm, I'm, really, I'm going to put some more tears in the cup. And, and I, I hate this. Really good friends of mine are, are going to kick my butt for saying this. But I made a career with my iPhone. You don't need the DSLR to take good pictures. You, you, I get you do, you need good camera equipment and you need to know how to use it, which I think is the important thing. You need to know how to yeah. use and compose a shot. But I always tell people, if you're just starting out, just use what you have. So I use an iPhone for most of my stuff, my streaming equipment. Uh, I actually have a, it's a live view LU 600. It's got, you know, six or five cellular connections and it's got a satellite connection. And then that goes into a camcorder. It's got a switch. There's a camera on the roof, all that fancy stuff. But if somebody's just going to live stream, and they're not, you know, if they're in an area with good cell coverage and stuff, you can do that from a phone too. It's going to be a pain. It's going to overheat the, you know, it's the connection is not going to be the best, but you can do it. So that I try to keep it as simple as possible. The live streaming is a little bit different, but if I'm going to take a tornado video, tornadoes crossing the road in front of me, I'm pulling my iPhone out because I push and hold, I can lock the autofocus and I can just hit the camera and I know that it's recording. I don't know how to use a fancy camera and I'm too dumb to learn. So if I'm trying to figure this out, <laughs> I got 20 seconds to get this wedge going in front of me. I, I I don't know how to get this out or what lens to choose. So I'm pulling out my iPhone nine times. Yeah. Same. same. Every time I try, I'm like, by the time I figure out all this stuff I need to do, it's gone. You know, the storm's yep. gone. Lightning's gone. The <laughs> tornado's gone. Everything's gone, you know? And then I'm like, what, what did I just do? You know? Every time. GoPro is well, a good nice. option too. It's, it's nice with the like iPhone because you can automatically okay. up, up, upload it. You yes. know, it's not like another, yeah. another step. Like my camera, I have to like, Wi-Fi it over to my 
camera and then upload it. So, yeah. Less yeah. steps. Yeah, JRB Storm says the best camera is the one that's available. And even I think I think 100%. even Greg would agree with that. I'm going to go ahead and put words in Greg's mouth. <laughs> even oh, Greg that, would agree with that. He would agree with that. I feel yeah. like he would. He's I been on yeah. a lot Vince, of storms. Vince, talk about like, and I've always, I guess, I don't know if I want to say I've always wanted this, but when you're in the field and you you take a, a video, right? Is it is it like, are you are you trying to be the first one to post it? The first one to get, you know, because there might be 10 other storm chasers on that shot, right? Um, you know, obviously, if you're live streaming, you're going to get it. But is that something you're also thinking about, too, is like trying to be trying to get that video or image or whatever, like as quickly as you possibly can. And, you know, because I've always wondered, like, are, are storm chasers thinking about that as they're going or are they just like, hey, I'll post it later. You know, that'll be something I'll, I'll do tonight or, uh, you know, another time. So. You guys had Charles Peake on the show a while ago. Mm -hmm. And I, the reason I talk about that is Charles is, I consider him a, a pretty good friend. And he always makes the comment, the social media chasers, you know, that's <laughs> like, that's where I got that whole thing from. And a lot of the social media chasers, I don't really consider myself part of that, but a lot of the social media chasers, they have to get that stuff up because they're making their media sales. They're using their brokers or whatever the heck they want to do or however they do it. I don't know. I don't do that. They, they do that. They need to get it up because their sale and their views are going to come from that. I don't really care so much. I mean, yeah, I get a tornado. I'm like, Oh yeah, I got to tweet this. But if it takes me 20 minutes to pull over and get a screenshot and put a watermark on it, that's fine. Because I'm li I live stream literally everything that I do. I have not been on a storm chase except for mm. one time that was an accident a couple of weeks ago. There was a tornado like two miles from my house. It just happened on a 0% day. And I wasn't streaming for that, obviously. That was the first <laughs> time in like four years that I haven't streamed a storm chase. Wow. So I it, it's already happening. And I feel like if people are going to follow me, they're going to watch that. And honestly, half the time, I don't even upload the darn video. Like I very rarely do I upload process photos or anything. So I'm not really in a big hurry, but that is a big thing. A lot of these kind of like, a, a, you know, middle of the line between, you know, professional, like doing this as an income or doing this as a hobby, those folks that try to get media sales and stuff, it, it's important to them. They, they get their tornado, the chase is over, they pull over, they got to find Wi-Fi, they got to do it and they got to get it up. And I just don't like doing that. Some people do, but mm -hmm. that that's, that's the only way they can get their sale. Otherwise somebody else yeah. is going to get it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think I, I have watched your stream before, by the way, and, and, you know, it, it was, it was awesome. The the question I have, you know, to kind of follow that is there's a lot, I feel like there's, there's a lot of people starting to get into the streaming. Like, how did you get into it? How did you start and how did you grow your channel, uh, you know, to where it is today. Like, like what, what did you focus on? Do you just say, Hey, I'm just going to focus on being a great storm chaser and being a great personality. Like how did you get your channel to where it is today? So I started streaming on Facebook, which I'm not, I wasn't good at. I was getting like for like four years, I got like 28 concurrent views and I'm like, all right guys, let's hit 30 and we hit 30 and then when we drop <laughs> off, I'm like, I quit, whatever. So <laughs> I basically decided, all right, YouTube's what I need to start with. And there's really no good way to live stream. Everything you have to do is it's got to be custom. You, you don't go to Best Buy and say, I need to buy a live stream thing. You got to set up a server. You got to do all this crap. So basically, uh, I believe it was uh, Hurricane Ida. Um, my, uh, my friend Ryan Hall, of course, former guest, sends me a Twitter message and he's like, Hey, do you want to like play together today? And I'm like, Yeah, sure. What do you want to do? And he's like, I, I, let's do like a, a team live stream here. So 
you know, that that's kind of what put the bug in me. I'm like, all right, so hmm. if we're going to work together and uh, he's going to be on YouTube, like I'm going to start a YouTube channel. So like the next day I'm like, all right, we're going to revamp the YouTube. So I get home from this hurricane. I'm like, we're going to, we're going to go on YouTube. And I started, and honestly, I don't really know exactly how I got that first thousand subscribers, but to get monetized and make money, you need that thousand subscribers. And it took me probably a year to get there. And when it finally happened, I remember I'm looking mm-hmm. at my phone. I'm like, Oh, okay. So this happens now. What? And it, it was almost like it was game over because I'm like, well, well, well now what? Like, <laughs> so it's just been constant, get out there and do it. You have to, the only way to do this is to just be out for everything. So you have to enjoy doing this and just be out there and, and go out there. Mm. Yeah. Just show up for work every day. Mm. No, that's pretty awesome. Um, so is that like the big reason why you decided, you know, cause you could either do like storm chasing tours, like a lot of people do, but you went like this virtual route. Um, was it because of like the Ryan halls? Is it because of the distracted drivers? Like, you know, tell me a little <laughs> bit more about why so much it was like, no, we're going to go on this virtual route. So I always thought it would be fun to be able to just be, you know, all I want to do in life is chase storms and come home and do whatever, you know? So I'm like, the one way that I knew I could do that is if I turned what I already wanted to do into kind of a a passive and active way to make money. So I'm like, all right, so I need to either learn how to sell stuff, make media sales or do whatever. So I'm like, okay, well, one thing that I I can do is put a camera in the car and make people feel like they're there. That's not going to be a nuisance to me. It's going to keep me busy and keep me company. Like, I think I can, I think this is what I need to do. So that's why I started doing, I'm like, we're going to take everybody along and, and show them the sky. And I just built this amazing uh, fan base and we're, we're, we've got fantastic moderators. There's a team behind the scenes. Uh, now I work with Radar Omega. I manage a couple of storm chasers here that are in the app and uh, we're, we're building a fantastic uh, product there. And it, one thing that's, that's, what's amazing uh, when you go and do something uh, like this kind of in the freelance world, you can take one thing and make five other different income streams and then you don't have to necessarily be tied to one. If, if you get tired with one, you can go to the other, but I, I don't, I'll never get rid of the live stream. And that, that's the bread and butter. If there was one thing in the world that I'm happy with, it's the live stream because you can bring those people with, and then they allow you to basically be out there to enjoy this at the cost or the expense of you letting them ride in the seat, but they're not actually there, but it, to them, it feels like that it is. Nice. Hmm. No, that totally makes sense. We'll tell you what, with that, let's go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. Um, Tammy is brewing out in the Atlantic and there's never been a better time to prepare your home for a storm. So whether your home is wood or concrete or brick, we trust and recommend Windstorm products for all the hurricane hardware you need for your storm shutters. Windstorm products is the world's largest online distributor of hurricane hardware and shutter installation tools, and they offer $5 flat rate shipping to all 50 states. That's amazing. Visit windstormproducts.com for your one-stop hurricane hardware shop. So with that, we're going to go ahead and take a very short break, and we'll be right back with more from Vince and the infamous lightning round. Don't miss Vintage Stormfront Freaks. This one here, we do, we do have a few dents in the new Suburban, but my truck, I, that, that hood's a trophy. You might as well put two GoPros on there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. what it looks like. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to oh, drive this thing into a tornado, and then they all start laughing. Good. You'll, you'll be the only silver one by the end of the night. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. 
The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We are so excited to have amazing and incredible storm chaser Vince Welty here with us tonight, talking and geeking out with us about everything that he does and then some. And Vince, I do have a question that I've been wanting to ask you, and I want to talk about Hurricane Adelia um, and your chase and your experience with that. Can you just geek out with us a little bit about basically the whole storyline of it all? Yeah, so <laughs> that that was a that was a, an interesting time. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was going to be kind of just a wash. I wasn't expecting. You know, everybody kind of thought, well, it's it's going to be a big deal, but it's going into the big band, and it's probably going to be like a two or a three, and then you know, here the night before they upgraded it to be like a four. And I remember we had spent the entire day myself and uh, um, my friend and uh, one of my partners, Don Murray, he's uh, one of the developers with radar Omega. We were deploying these uh, remote cameras, these cyclone port systems, you know, we stream in the apps. So we stick them up on trees and get video of the, you know, storm surge and all that cool stuff, stuff getting floated away. We put all those up. I'm super tired. I go back out and venture out. It's like 11 o'clock the night before it landfalls. And I'm like, all right, audience, we're going to spend like the next four hours driving around and seeing what kind of chaos is ensuing. And then the NHC put that that outlook out, and they're like, "Hey, it's going to be a four at landfall." And I'm just like, "Okay, yeah, we're we're, we're going to go back to bed uh, because I'm going to be really tired." So I woke up at like three a.m. the <laughs> next day, and uh, a friend of mine sent me a text and then called me, and and he's like, "Hey, are are you going to like chase this storm or what?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And he's and he just hung up the phone, and like that's all he said. He just hangs the phone up. I'm like, oh "Okay," <laughs> and, and I'm I panicked. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's got to be like eight a.m. Like, what did I do?" And I pull up radar. And I'm like, oh my God, this thing's like about to landfall. Cause this thing was coming in. It was coming in hot. This thing yes. was quick. You know, we knew it was going to be quick, but not that quick. Cause you know, this much on radar seems like thousands of miles, but it's really mm -hmm. like from here to the next County. So I remember going out that morning and just getting involved in this and there's trees falling down everywhere. And I'm just like, okay, this, the big Bend region of Florida is not a good place to intercept a hurricane. Like we've got to go inland and get away from this a little bit because I didn't want to get stuck out there between two down trees and then have the car float away or be the idiot, which is the goal to not be the, the when you're a storm chaser, just don't be an idiot. Don't look like an idiot. <laughs> That's your true. goal. Like I don't want to stand on front of the, on top of the car and end up on your show as the, the weather fool or whatever. So I'm, I'm driving out of there. I'm doing like, you know, 80 down the highway to get the hell out of here. And I hear this like thump. And then I look over and the, the Starlink connection was gone. And I'm like, I had a power line again. This, this has happened several times. I, I'm always hitting power lines. Didn't even know I get out. The, the dish is like hanging there. And I'm like, there's like 90 mile an hour wind gusts. And there's like tops of trees going over the highway. And I'm just like, well, what the hell do I do now? So I get out and I, I had some bungee cords. So I'm like bungee cording this thing back on the roof. And I get back in the truck and I'm like, well, show's over. No cell service, no satellite. Screw me. I hate my life. And then all of a sudden I look over and it's, it's got a connection again because it's now pointing at the sky and I just slumped over. I'm like, no shit. so i get out and i'm duct taping this thing it had a hole it had a big gaping hole in the plastic from where the power line hit it so i'm stuffing a bag in there so that i'm like it just needs That's to hold crazy. out a few hours mm -hmm. so that was just that storm was in and out in four hours you know that that was hectic you know from standing there and trying to not to 
die in the middle of this highway and chasers you know going by and like get out of the road and i'm like i can't like there's a power line here and i don't know where the power line went i i couldn't find it but i i definitely hit it so i you just really need to watch for those i don't care if they're on the ground or not but when they're like you know windshield height that's when they're dangerous because you don't see them and yeah. they just they take everything off the roof of the car this is like my third time now oh wow i was wondering hey, i'm like did he pull out duct tape Yes. Yes. That's why you got duct tape. That's good. So Vince, I I need you to ask you this question. I've, I've been waiting to get you on the show here and you talk about uh, weather fools and all that good stuff. And so it was great that Jen kind of set this up uh, during your Adelia chase. Um, So I want to play a little video for everybody Um, and I'll just kind of let this play. So, and and you can maybe describe what's happening here. I think you already know what I'm going to play. Oh yeah, you've got. I'm sure this has been suggested a few times. So that that's my chainsaw there. This, this is a tree that's been down on watch the road. Watch it, buddy. Watch it. A couple of people that I've actually like nearly hit that tree, but there's a bunch of cars behind me. I left my saw there because a tree nearly went down, and the car behind me was well, repositioning. Just ran my chainsaw over. So. Yeah, so that, that's what happened there. <laughs> this guy, and I'm not going to name names because I've actually gotten threatened by some. Yes, but I won't name names. But this person just there's so many lights on my truck like red orange white whatever lights you cannot miss this truck which is the appropriate use for them and you know this is phil's favorite topic this flashing orange lights in the rain this is when you're supposed to use them on the side of the f-ing road when you're cutting up a tree with your reflective vest you know die i'm outside in the middle the of a hurricane by the way yeah, yeah i'm outside the truck and i'm like waving my arms and then somebody saw the video and they're like no i heard the door ding or like no 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 you hear the door you heard me slamming and park i got out of the truck i'm like this and the guy just guns it runs it over and i'm not pissed about the chainsaw i don't give a shit about the chainsaw i'm pissed because if there would have been somebody like uh, let's say another storm chaser because the original plan was the guy behind me had offered hey give me a tow rope i'll hook it up we'll just tow it out of the way if somebody had been bent down there like yeah. wrapping a tow rope around yeah. that it would have mm-hmm. smashed them and i'm like yeah. The, yeah. the least you could do is turn around and be like oh sorry you know but yeah. no i'm just like I get it. You have a right to the road, but slow the F down. There's a tree across it. Like you can't miss it. You had to go out of your way to go around it. Hello. It's always amazing how people behave sometimes. Hurricanes yeah. turn people yeah. crazy, man. We, we all they, do uh... stupid stuff. Like I'm not the one to say I'm the, you know, hell, I blew a stop sign the other day. Didn't even know it. Apparently I don't, whatever. That's whatever, but whatever, you know, nobody's perfect, but holy crap. Like you would think that somebody would turn around and be like, you know, Hey, could you, you know, maybe not live stream that? Or, you know, could you cut that out of the live stream? No. Nope. Well, no. so 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 I want I want to tie into that quick, uh, and and this will be my last question. I'll turn it over to the real host. But um, so on that note, you know that's the challenge, right? Is is streaming your chase? You run that risk, and and you know we we've done it the last couple of years when we've chased as a team. The week that we kind of do a team chase, um, and I've done some solo chases that I've I've streamed. But you run that risk. And, you know, and again, I'm not going to say I'm a perfect driver and that I don't drive distracted sometimes and um, other stuff, right? Greg, but, so, Greg would agree with you, right, Phil? Would Greg agree? You probably all would agree with me if you've chased with me, right? Great driver. Great driver. But, but so, so, Vince, here's my question is because I've kind of set this up and advertised this as kind of the, the quote-unquote new breed or new generation of chasers – what what is different do you think with what you're focused on now and what you're focused on compared to maybe what you watched 
as you started getting into chasing? You know, where, where do you think that's gone? And where do you think this new generation of, because I've, I've talked about this earlier, right? After COVID or during COVID, there was a big influx of, of chasers because people were hanging around. They couldn't work at their jobs and, and things, you know, so they're out chasing or learning a new hobby. What, what do you think your, I'll just call it your generation because I'm an old fart. <laughs> what, what, what are you guys, like, what's your focus? What have you seen the big change in the chasing community with that younger generation? I think it's mostly positive. You know, there's a lot of chasers that maybe aren't doing what they should be doing out there. But I think for the most part, I think people are. And even the folks that have been doing this, you know, for, you know, three, four, five, six, seven years, I, I think they're everybody, you know, some of these people I've seen, they, they start out, everybody starts out kind of just, just get to the tornado. I don't care if you got to drive 300 miles an hour. And then it turns into, okay, well, if I drive 300 miles an hour, I'm going to wreck my truck. I'm not going to have this, whatever. So we're, we're going to drive, you know, yeah, you're 10 miles an hour, whatever, whatever, right, write the ticket, you know, 10 miles an hour over on interstate 80. Are you really harming someone when it's a sunny day? I'm not going to, you know, armchair quarterback that, but I think a lot of these people, they dogpile when they see someone doing something wrong and they're these young chasers. So that tells you, well, they at least identify that something's wrong with, you know, dumb behavior out there. And, you know, everybody loves to call it out. It's probably not the right thing to do publicly, but I've noticed that a lot of these guys are, especially the ones that are live streaming because they have to mind their P's and Q's because there's always that witness there and, you know, somebody will call them out because it's live. But I've noticed a lot of these guys are driving pretty timidly they're driving but you know everybody drives nicely they want to stop and help you run into these other live streamers um it, it seems like you know it for, for the most part you know traveling just as any other motorist would if not a little better and i think some of these you know veteran storm chasers that have been out here 20 30 years are setting really good examples for these folks you know i try to set a decent example i'm not perfect i'll never be perfect but because i live stream everything you know someone's always going to nitpick that but you know there's a time and a place to push the limits a little bit. I'm just going to be real. And that's what a lot of people won't admit on a camera, but I, I will. There's times where you probably should push it a little bit because it's safe to do so. It's the perfect storm, but it's a calculated risk. You can't take that time when it's not appropriate, you know, pouring rain in the middle of the night. It's not the time to be doing that five, 10 over, you know, you probably need to be doing 10, 15 under. And I think that a lot of these chasers that are coming about, there's a couple of them that I've seen driving around and you'll, you'll recognize it in a live stream. Cause I'll be like that damn idiot can't even turn his headlights on. And, and I'll see it like, Oh, you're a live streamer. Like, thanks. You about killed me, you know, whatever. But I think for the most part, there's it's positive. And it seems like these, the newer folks want to learn, you know, I consider myself relatively new as well, because up until like two, three years ago, I didn't really care. It was just a hobby. But I think that overall, it's positive it's always talked about as negative but that's just twitter but i think what i've seen in the field it's 90 well 75 percent positive <laughs> yeah i feel like everyone is always well especially with twitter i mean or x whatever people are calling it now people are always <laughs> looking just to dig on people right that's that's oh, kind yeah. of the, the twitter culture you know they, they just, they, just people culture. are just looking for someone to try to cancel right um but but i have a question vince so you mentioned um, uh, about when you kind of a couple of years ago, when you made that transition, um, I feel like there's probably a lot of people that are listening to our podcast, um, that are, you know, this is just a hobby, 
right? So talk about what was what was the tipping point for you to kind of transition to do this full time? And, and, you know, how, you know, was that a risk? Like, how were you able to kind of sustain that and be like, Hey, I'm going to do this full time. And you've been doing it full time now for years. So, you know, I think there's a lot of people that have that passion and like how, you know, but they just don't want to take the next step. So what did it for me? I just was just fed up with my job. So I'm not bashing the EMS community. The, the EMS fire police community is, is very supportive, but you know, I worked government, like you know municipality ems and then i worked a private sector ems and, the, and that the administration was not very nice and one day may 4th 2020 was the last straw i was not only i was in the ambulance i was managing some stuff but i was also the mechanic because they they fired the mechanic budget cuts but um so the the owner's wife calls me and she's like oh the this ambulance is stuck in the hospital and won't start and i'm like I'm in Oklahoma. Like there's a tornado on the ground. Like I'm busy and they knew I was going to be gone. And she's like, you're just such a worthless blah, blah, blah. Like just went off on me. And I'm like, seriously, what? I'm, yeah, I'm in a Walmart parking lot right now on speakerphone. It's cranked up. And there, oh. there was like a tornado coming this way. And there was a, the local fire chief was next to me. And like, I was just upset. Like I was about ready to like cry. Cause this woman was such a, t- yeah. So and he's, yeah. he came up to me, he goes, yeah. He goes, I don't know who the hell you work for, but you need to quit that job. And I said, well, it's actually an ambulance company. And he goes, is it? And he rattled off some name. And I'm like, no, like they're not from here. So I'm like, all right. So I quit that. That's when I was done. And I was very lucky to uh, my fiance, Nikki. She had a job at this company and I had a credit card. I'm like, okay, no big deal here. We got income and we got a credit card. I'm like, hey, we're going to use my credit card and 95 five percent of your income to make this work i'm like just give me like a month and then a month turned into i'm like give me two years that two years i bargained down to a year i was able to pay the credit card off and now we got within that year so she was she didn't wasn't the only reason but she was a big part of taking the load off for for the family so i credit her but you know anybody that wants to start doing this go get a job that you can tolerate do that to support this preferably something flexible remote thanks to COVID. well thanks to COVID, we can now do remote work Find something you can do to support this because it's expensive. It costs me like sixty-five thousand a year in expenses to run this wow. thing. It, yeah, wow. it's ridiculous. Incredible. Fuel's ridiculous. I mean, it's like four thousand a month in fuel. The truck's breaking, you know, twenty million tires and a year. All that stuff. You put like a hundred thousand miles on your car, right? That's yeah, so it's three, or, three or four sets of tires a year. Ooh. So you just have to. Yeah, so you have to get something that you I'll can build up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so, you, sugar mama. <laughs> so you, you can build up a little bit in your savings and and get your life started. Don't do it like I did, you know, build something, something up for, you know, five years or whatever, because this is going to get cheaper as life goes on. Technology is going to be cheaper. Yeah. So just get something and then go out as much as you can, learn as much as you can while you have that stable income, because I guarantee you, you're going to fail about 10 times when you start doing this. I've failed probably 15. I actually counted one day and I think it was like 14 or something. You will fail. And then eventually it just clicks and I don't know what happens. And then you start getting with the audience, but just put yourself, your family and the audience first and get out there and get on a storm yeah. and you will eventually succeed. It's just, you'll fail a bunch, but mm-hmm. you'll get there. And then it's really rewarding yeah. when you do. And I know Jen has another question, but real quick, do you do any like the VR storm chasing or do you do any like the games? Do you play any like the storm chasing games? Is that good training at all? 
<laughs> so I, I keep seeing so my friend i consider like my one of my best chaser friends out here is daniel shaw i guess i saw the other mm-hmm. day that apparently his rav4 got built into this storm chasing game and <laughs> when he was here like a couple of months ago he's like oh my god this is exactly how i said he's like oh my god oh my god oh my god you gotta see this. I'm like what he's like they may put my rav4 in a video game and i'm like you're here they did so i have not played this video game yet i think i told him that i did or something but i don't know if it's released yet but i I, i'll play one of them and i'll I'll give you a positive review i love that that's funny that's so funny oh my god that's amazing vince so vince um i kind of have like two questions and you can answer these kind of quickly but what's your most memorable storm chase to date and what does the future look like for you vince how are you going to step it up a notch most memorable one there's a lot of them and there's like five that are equal but probably the most interesting one for the audience is going to be may 21st 2021 it was a selden kansas tornado just because so i had nikki with and i'm like you know we just perfect tornado beautiful photogenic whatever i'm like hey just just hold this camera just like stand here and i didn't have any together we weren't streaming at that point but I, I had nothing together it was iphones and all these cameras that i didn't know how to work and she had no idea what was handing her i'm like here just hold this so i just like go and like move the car and i just kind of like drive it away and she's like still standing there and i'm like okay this is good so the the video that she got is actually probably the best tornado video that well second best tornado video i have on my hard drive wow and, and that's wow from her but is my camera so way I'll to go nikki, go, nikki. I'll, I'm, I'm gonna do the, the the proper politically correct thing here and say that that was mine but uh, <laughs> it, it was it was shared but that that was definitely um probably the most memorable wow that's awesome and vince what does the future hold for you like how are we gonna so i don't think there's much change honestly you know we are we have our our partners uh, with the channel i i don't want to grow this channel into two million subscribers and lose okay. the the touch with the audience i want to keep yeah. i mean i it, it'll get well maybe get there someday and if it does but i still want to the audience to interact with me i don't want them to go through you know a, a wall to, to feel like they're involved and you know we my partners uh with radar omega we're doing some good things too with live streaming and i, I think we're going to see an expansion with uh kind of my partners as well not necessarily with the channel i think i'm pretty happy with the channel but i think we're going to start expanding and doing some stuff additionally i don't i don't do not know what so you know mm-hmm. use your imagination i'm keeping no secrets i have no idea i could be in bismarck <laughs> tomorrow i could be at home or i could be <laughs> maybe in Denver. So I can't even think of tomorrow, let alone next year, but I, I promise there will be something interesting someday. Cool. I love it. I can't wait. Awesome. Well, hey, that sound means that it is time for our lightning round. This is our game show of flashy and brilliant questions for our guests. We invite everyone to play along. We're doing this mostly for Vince, but for everyone else who's in the chat, the Stormfront freaks, we're all going to play along here. I can't wait to see all the comments in the chat actually here tonight because it's it's been just lit. It's been on fire. So tonight we're going to be playing I Can't Drive 55. <laughs> So as storm chasers, um, the time you take to get to a storm is really critical, right? And if you chase all the different weather, you're driving through all the different states. So we have a ranking of the top 10 states with the highest percentage of drivers cited for speeding, which is basically like the most amount of tickets issued. And so we've got a few comparisons here that we're going to ask Vince. He's going to have to pick state A or state B. If it's higher and I want to hear other people's experiences, I want to see them in the chat and we'll talk about it a little bit. So Vince, do you think you're ready for this? 
I might actually be good at this because I think I might know some of the answers, but we'll find out. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the personal stories behind this. All right. So yeah. which state ranks higher? Here's our first one. Colorado or North Dakota? That's got to be Colorado. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Bill's just been waiting to hit that buzzer. Like that. The speeding ticket fines in North waiting. Dakota are only $80. So maybe, oh. maybe people are more willing to speed. So I maybe actually they make don't know that personally. Yeah, but I've, I've been told by people and there's a sign. So. Oh my gosh. That's yeah, like, North Dakota is mean, like a, a, a little bit higher. So a little over like about 14.5% of um of their like of the drivers are cited for speeding there versus Colorado's 12%. So, there we go. Yeah. All right, cool. Once again, I want to see the people in the in the comments here play along. Number 2, which state state ranks higher? Wisconsin or Alaska? <laughs> wow. I don't know. I'm trying to think about, you know, land. We believe in you, Vince. Do we care in Alaska? I, don't I know. know. <laughs> We're going to go with Wisconsin because I see those cops all over the place when people pull over. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Very good. Good job, no, Ben. It is, it is Wisconsin at about 13.5%, uh, where Alaska's about 12.5%. So nicely done. Okay. Close. Next. Close. Which one, which state ranks higher? Um, Wyoming or Washington? Ooh. We're talking about Washington know. State, right? Not Washington, Washington State, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not the Does District of Columbia. Does anybody Wyoming either? I mean, pretty. <laughs> yeah, well, what's, Although, what's everybody it seems saying? Like it's chat. wide open. Yeah, chat, help us out here. Well, they, they all say Wyoming. It's yeah, they're Wyoming. all saying Wyoming. It's got All right. <laughs> oh, oh, come on, Phil. Wow. They don't care Phil. in Wyoming. Wow. Come on, it's Wyoming. That was guys. tricky. That was tricky. That was tricky. Yeah. It, is it is Washington. <laughs> Washington Duh. wins that one. People are just angry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Vince, have you ever been ticketed in any of these states that we're talking about That's yet so far? That's a good question. Yeah. No, I actually don't think of – I don't even remember the last ticket I got. I got pulled over because, like, my license plate fell off once, and the cop comes up to me, and he's like, oh, you're a storm chaser. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, hold on. No joke. It was, like, 20 miles from my house. Goes back to his car, comes up with his, uh, comes up with his phone. He's like, can I take pictures of your car? I'm like – Okay. And I never got a ticket. He never even told me why he pulled me over. And I'm driving away. And I'm like, what, what's the deal? And he goes, oh, you, you don't have a license plate. And I'm like, oh, it was just a paper one. It blew off. And he's like, have a good wow. day. So That's oh, awesome. Really? That wow, where was this? Where was that? That was Wisconsin. Nice. Oh, was it? I, on a live stream. Wisconsin. Serena, That's awesome. Serena, before we're done, Thank I think you, we're going to have to ask the question of who from the freaks has gotten a ticket in the last year and we should have to raise our hand. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our last question. I have not. Right, we can do that at the end. All right. Uh, so the next two here: South Carolina or Virginia? Ooh. Oh. South. I'm going with South Carolina. I don't know. I kind of yeah, want to do I Virginia, so but then I don't know. I don't know. There, no. There's some logic behind this. So Virginia doesn't allow. Excuse me. It doesn't allow like radar detectors, so we, we may want to go with Virginia on this one because there's probably fewer people knowing there's cops. I, I don't know. That makes sense, yeah. right? Huh. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Virginia. Oh! Wow! <laughs> oh, screw me, Phil. That was on your side. I was on your side, Vince. Having, having just... grown up in Virginia, Holy... they may cite a lot of people for having their radar detectors. But not for speeding, though. South Carolina oh, cites more okay. of their drivers. It's All devastating. Right. Wow. All right. I'm watching in the comments, too. It's a pretty even split here. Of yeah, it is. Everyone feels. You guys are doing good. 
They are. All right. Okay, okay. So here's here's the last one. Which okay. state ranks higher, Ohio or Iowa? Ooh. Ohio. It's got to be Iowa because Ohio's the best. So. <laughs> I'm from Ohio too. Me and Brady are See, both Ohio. Dina gets it. Phil gets it. I mean, us Ohio people, right? I don't know. Let's chat. I have it. gotten Ooh. a ticket in Ohio. Chat's They're a little biased. Yeah, they are a little biased. You know what? You know what? Ohio against the world. That's all I gotta say. Ohio against the world. You guys, you guys hate us because you ain't us. I'm just gonna say that <laughs> right now. Did you just say anus, Brady? No. Yeah, no. I, think like said it. Anus. Yeah. I think you said ain't anus. Us. No. No. He said anus. Yep. Yep. All right, Ohio or Iowa? Yeah, it's definitely Ohio. Angela says the DOT sucks there, so. Oh, yes. Uh, no! Nicely job. You know what? Nicely That's rigged. Done. Phil rigged that. He knew you know it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is Ohio is actually the highest ranked. It's almost 15% of their drivers, so. It's the yeah, only place so I've ever huge. gotten a ticket. Really? All right, who, nice. yeah. who so from team, the freaks so has gotten a, a ticket in the last month? Who from the, or not the last month, the last <laughs> year. Not that I've gotten a ticket in the last month. Who from the, okay, oh, so Phil has got his hand up. Ohio. Anyone? Oh. Oh. Oh, just Phil. <laughs> you contributed to that percentage. You might have been a tipping point. It's unbelievable. Oh, my God. Oh, All right. Well, hey, Vince, you did, you did a pretty good job on that one. Um, thanks so much for playing along. Before we go to our next break, we want to make sure we give you the opportunity to let people know where they can find you and your content. Super easy. See the storm.net. You got to spell it out like S E E. Everybody's like, see the letter. I'm like, no, that makes no sense. Let's just see the storm.net. <laughs> Everything's there. One place. Don't have to mess around. Super easy. Very nice. All right, cool. So Love go it. to see the storm to find Vince and uh, we're going to take our final break, but don't forget you can find Stormfront freaks merchandise exclusively at helicity.co. So Helicity is the dream store for weather geeks from t-shirts to drink containers. View our entire Stormfront Freaks catalog and more at helicity.co, the weather superstore for the freak in you. So go ahead and uh, stay tuned. We're going to be coming back. Yes. Yes. This is a good one. We are going to be coming back with our world famous hashtag weather fools. So hang tight, everybody. Billy Mays here, and I've got an incredible new product to introduce to you today. The Stormfront Freaks is like the ultimate weather infomercial, but without the late night TV Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the Woo! Welcome back to the Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Who is that? That's who? Who are we? Well, we're the Stormfront Freaks. What is this? For those of you that it's maybe your first time joining the show, or maybe you're just a little forgetful, this is Weather Fools. Now, what is Weather Fools, you may ask? Guys, you're asking a lot of questions tonight. Anyway, Weather Fools is us. We're going out on the internet. We're going out on the dark web, as Phil likes to say. We're <laughs> looking for videos, tweets. We're looking for someone that did something not so smart, and it deals with the weather. We're looking for a weather fool. So I know we have some weather fools tonight, and uh, we have a specific order of people that we're going to go in. <laughs> and 
Serena, you are our first person. Who is your weather fool tonight? I have a serious pet peeve about many things, but going into floodwaters is one of them. Floodwaters mm. are disgusting, oh y'all. They are full of sewage and chemicals. And here are some videos uh, of the people making the New York subway rounds. I don't know. Oh, I feel bad for her. She probably thinks she needs to. Yeah. Uh, it's please don't, y'all. Please don't. The floodwaters are disgusting. Do not go in floodwaters. It is New York. Come it on. It is New York. Yeah. Oh. I would, Serena, have you ever have you ever seen Star Wars where they're like in the trash compactor? Where they're in the trash compactor and there's like that disgusting water they're in. That's what that reminds me of. That's what it's so gross and dirty. Oh my god! I thought it was so so chivalrous when Greg went up to his like knees in that flood water and out in uh, Clovis. Uh, Now I'm having some second thoughts. It's nasty, man. Don't do it. Don't do it, y'all. especially in New York. Brown and black and bleh. I could smell there's like it a here. shoe in there. There's like <laughs> there's, oh, there's also dead there. stuff in there. Ooh, there's like a, a dead, dead body rat. floating it's a dead in there. Rat. I think it's a cove. Yeah. Yeah. Dead, dead that, that is yeah. poop water. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> so don't that do that. Just, that is straight poop colored water. And I don't yeah. know. There, there might be poop in there too, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was great, Serena. Dina, I understand you have a weather fool this week. Who is your weather fool? Uh, I love this one. It's just, you know, a guy out washing his car. In the middle of a rainstorm, and when you <laughs> like, look at the rain band, sponge, it's coming down hard. You can see even when you have rain that's really hard, and it comes down in waves. And it's funny if you ever li- like if you want to go back and look at the wind because the guy trash who's can. taking it, yeah, the trash cans going. The guy's just like, "What is going on?" You know the commentary of it, but he's like, "I'm getting this car washed. I don't care. It's my baby." That's like legit insane. It's like tropical storm force winds, and he's like, I'm going to wash my car. Oh, my God. I mean, maybe his water got turned off. I don't know. (laughs) I I would love to see the after picture on that car to see if it (laughs) was actually clean. Right? I mean, you got to think the debris is just getting on on that car from the wind. I mean, he's going to have to wash it again. Like, what is he doing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It was funny. It's funny. That's a good good weather fool. That's a great weather fool. Agreed. That's one of those weather fools where it's like, you know what, if you do that, as long as it's not like a hurricane or, you know, there's not like lightning in the area, feel free. Some of the other ones were like, yeah, we wouldn't recommend (laughs) that. But that's one of those. If you want to do it, great. Probably not very smart, though. You're not really going to get the results you want. All right. I understand, Jen, last but not least, who is your weather fool this week? Okay. So I understand. (laughs) Um, Whoa. What the hell was that? I mean, that was something. But let's. Well, I mean, that was interesting. But <laughs> what we're talking wow, about. Wow, what was that? Was a good weather fool. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I, I brought that. <laughs> like... Phil, Phil was watching something. That was. That was... That's, we're, that's we're, what we're, you gonna... every time, man. Yeah, we're, we're going to refocus <laughs> that on the, these people playing golf in clearly severe wind gusts. You got tree branches, you got all sorts of stuff flying that's around, right. and it's like th- they're still playing the game. And this came from Mikey. He tagged us on Twitter, and he's like, I guess they're just going to play through. Uh, this is like one of the most dangerous things you could do because yes. there's lightning, there's debris. I mean, <laughs> this is why I, women yeah. live longer, right there. Exactly, right there. Exactly. And this is why more men are hit by lightning than women. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly true. Well played, Dina. There, 
I mean, they're literally parked <laughs> underneath of a tree. And that's, I mean, that's literally one of the worst places you can be. I bet you know? he's looking Good at Lord. the other guy with the camera. He's like, you got the cooler? Who's got yeah. the cooler? <laughs> exactly. They had one too many drinks, a little too much fun. But yeah. Oh. So Mikey, thank you for tagging us in that one. That yeah, that's a, a problem. One. That that mm-hmm. is a good one, and that is one I would not recommend doing. You know, if you see a see a storm coming, probably not the best place to be on a golf course. There's actually a lot of people that get struck by lightning on golf courses. You guys wouldn't, you know, that's that's probably one of the highest uh, yeah. percentages. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that was that was an actual weather fool. And if you want to see these weather fools and more, go to stormfrontfreaks.com. Look for show or episode 195. That's what I want. one of my favorite uh segments that we don't do this a lot but i like it because you know when you're around a lot of other meteorologists or storm chasers you get to like learn all the cool apps uh like when i'm around greg he's like oh there's a cool satellite app you got to use this or like i'm around a lot of meteorologists you, you learn about the websites uh that i haven't seen and there's new ones popping up all the time so i really like this one so jen i think you have one right I do have one. And this is, Dean, I agree with you. This is one of my absolute favorites because you get to look at, it is beautiful. You get to look at all sorts of different features and see it on the globe. You can spin it around and you can look at, you got Tammy there. You can see what's going around everywhere. But not only that, there are different features within there that you can look at so many different things, add on layers. You're not just looking at the wind, but you can do so many other things. And Phil is doing that right now. You can see that front. Yeah. You can see that front. Yeah. Right through there. That's so cool. uh, you can look at the temperature you can look at the wind speed the cape values you can do everything this is literally one of the things that i could literally have on a screen in my house and geek out about every single day i love this one i love the ocean currents too yes it's so pretty it is so pretty and this came to us from mr mitosis um so we have to thank him for that because this is awesome And I know, Dina, you and I, and I'm sure a lot of others, we, we look at this literally every single day. I do. I use it because, a lot. Yep. Yeah. It, it's one of those great ways to visualize what is going on in our atmosphere. Mm-hmm. What, what is mitosis? Is that is that something to do with like cells and biology? I, I, don't, um, know. I don't know. We can go to the only thing I remember is that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cells. Yeah, it's, it's cells uh, when yeah. cells okay. separate. Okay, great. great. Okay. And then I I know I have one that I wanted to share. Um, And it's it's a really cool page. Like if you ever have questions about pretty much any kind of weather, um, it's like a weather, ultimate weather education website um, from Jeff Mm -hmm. Habe. And I love it because there's pretty much anything you want to learn. He explains it and he gives you examples. So nice. um, Jeff Habe is awesome. Public safety. Yeah tornado public state like and if you want to learn how to read a skew t like or you know you just want something to play uh, that there's a skew t you know and it's so like there's times where sometimes like part of my job is explaining weather graphically so i'm like all right you know how you have something in your head but you just can't articulate it or maybe there's something you haven't used in a while you know and you're like he's got everything on here and just bookmark this main page 
and if you ever need it it's it's all right there it's all explained it's like having a kind of like a weather textbook bookmarked it's awesome i used this when i was in uh in school i looked at you know hey these things because I, they are yeah. great and it's very yeah. easily ex explained and laid mm -hmm. out it's awesome yeah. So one just bookmark that one, on. and if you ever have something, like, you know, you ever need to look something up, it's right there. It's yeah. Great. There's some interesting categories, like love and weather, bets and weather, pets and weather. Pets and weather, yeah. Like, bets, and weather. <laughs> bets and weather. I think that's to go new. Click on I don't remember pets and weather from a, a while, but, oh. like, you know. Yeah, that's. I love, I love it. It's pretty cool. That's great. It's great. All right, we'll check it out. That's awesome. All right, Thanks, so uh, if you want to see this, um, you can see everything on episode 195 show notes at thestormfrontfreaks.com. Send me a postcard, drop me a line. You've got mail, baby, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the Freak Fan Box. This is our flashy and brilliant uh, <laughs> comments we get from our viewers, um, from people who send us cool stuff in our inbox. And we have a couple. I've got a couple here. I got one from Tom. Montana and Tom, I hope I said that right. Finally got a chance to get it's this Canadian. awesome prize from my U.S. address that I won from Stormfront Freaks podcast a few months Ooh. back. Thanks oh, to nice. Bill Stormpod so cool. and the whole crew, I have it framed. Just finding a premium location for it, signed by Bill Paxton and Heather Hunt. That was oh, that was so prize. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Bill's going to have to help me have... out because the last time I tried to ship something to a, a viewer in Canada, it did not work. And it did not get there. So. It's tricky. It, it, it it's disappears tricky. once tricky. it crosses, yeah. and expensive. crosses the country. And then I know we have another one from Dylan Richardson. Uh, best weather podcast out there. Always Aww. looking forward to more. Keep it up. Thanks, Dylan Richardson. Oh, that's Aww. awesome. That Thanks, guys. I love it. Mm -hmm. And of course, we got one of my faves, uh, Cowboy Steve, I call him because when we met him in Oklahoma City, he was wearing a cowboy hat. So ever since then, I call him Cowboy Steve. So I guess he was like, oh, my God, the dirty taps game <laughs> I had to pull over uh, was laughing so hard. I was crying. <laughs> I couldn't see because of the tears. My face hurts. My abs hurt. Uh, this was great. Oh Probably God. one of my favorite episodes yet. Not because of the game, but because of the entire show. That's so Aww. nice. I feel I like I can Steve. relate so much to Mr. Beckman. I, I can relate. I really liked him. He was great. One of the main reasons why I never went to school for meteorology is because I never thought I would be able to handle all the math. Yeah, the math mm, sucks. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Thank you for what yep. you said. I feel like that spoke a lot to me. I feel like I need to finish my application process. Thank you, Brent Beckman, for the encouragement and the Stormfront Freaks for me laughing so hard. I know <laughs> I'm on my way. I'm, I know I'm way behind, but I'm bringing uh, to catch up my drive out to California for work, which, yeah, nice. I was watching, like, I, I have him on Facebook, and I saw that he was going out to California, but Cowboy Steve, we love you. That was sweet. That was awesome. He's Thanks amazing. Thanks for being us, Steve. Steve is wonderful. Yeah. I love and it. You... Um, yeah. Very cool. But you can, if you uh, if you want to post your questions or comments uh, to our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram account, search Stormfront Freaks, uh, and we might read yours on the next show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Awesome. Well, hey, so thanks to everybody for being here tonight. That just about does it for this episode of Stormfront Freaks Live. It's been a night, y'all. Oh. Thanks so much for turning in. <laughs> Before we announce the guest of our next episode, you guys are going to want to hear this, too. 
uh, do us a favor. If you like our show, make sure you're hitting the follow and the subscribe button. Um, that's super important to us. So make sure you're going ahead and doing that. Uh, it helps get us discovered by sharing, um, you know, by doing that. And also make sure you're sharing your favorite episode on social media, stuff like that. We got a lot of good ones. I mean, we're up to 195 now. Um, a lot of good ones to pick from. So make sure you're definitely sharing that on social media. So we're going to go around to all the freaks and we want to make sure people understand how they can find you and your content. Dina, how can people find you? <laughs> I am lady pilot 70 and just about everything now. Um, Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, threads and Instagram. Ooh. Awesome. Sweet. Jen, how can people find you? Uh, you can find me Jennifer Weather on Instagram and TikTok. On Twitter, it's at jwatson underscore wx or on x. That. Very nice, very nice, Brady. On uh, the Twitter uh, or <laughs> X, as people call it. Uh, I, wow, I literally feel like I'm like like 90 when I said that. Um, it's <laughs> at Brady Harris wx on Twitter. On Instagram, it's at Columbus uh, Weather with Brady. Nice. Awesome. And so for me, you can find me on all social medias at WX Serena, W-X-C-Y-R-E-N-A, mostly on TikTok these days, but also on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, X. And you're quite threads. active. You are quite active. I have a good time on TikTok. Yeah. You want to yeah. come find me on TikTok? We have we have a little too much fun out there. So, <laughs> But hey, anyway, thanks so much to our special guest tonight, Vince Welty. Big round of applause. Woo! Woo! Thanks, Vince. Yeah, so glad, to so glad to have you here tonight. So for our next episode, it was a huge hit back in 2020. So we are bringing back the Storm Chaser Roundtable. You guys <laughs> listen to this lineup. This is crazy. Pecos Hank, we have Daniel Shaw, and Mike Oblinsky. Like this is gonna, wow. this is gonna be pretty, pretty darn sweet. That's so Storm a trifecta. Freaks, right? Man, it's gonna it be a sweet. great trifecta. Stormfront Freaks is gonna be live a week early. We have to change things around because of Thanksgiving holiday and stuff like that. Uh, Thursday, November second, so just one week away for this amazing show. 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central on YouTube, and the audio podcast will be available the following week on November 12th. So check in for that one. That's that's gonna be a hard to miss one, man. All of ours are are amazing. So. Um, so with that, for Brady, for Dina, Jen, Phil, everyone back in the green room, our Patreons, Dan, Garrett, Angela, uh, Vince, um, I'm signaling the all clear. It's been a night, y'all. We will catch you next time. Thanks for Get joining some us. Chickens. See ya. <laughs>